airing the Addisons. Let me say this, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. That's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sherry B is over in Studio CC. We are going to open the phone lines and um, get your take on some of what we are discussing today. Um, of course, we've got to, I guess, bring the latest information, as at least as much as I understand it. Um, I, along with some of my colleagues, are looking at um, different stories. And, um, you know, I, I think we read pretty well. <laughs> and we all are still trying to understand what's going on. Yeah. Like we're trying to understand what's going on with Liberty University and uh, and Jerry Falwell Jr. So we'll talk about that as as best we can. And what I mean I, by what's going on, I mean what steps the university you know is actually taking. We, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not sure, um, <laughs> but you know, I'll share with you what I have, the information that we have, and have a discussion around that. Um, Then also, I wanted to talk about, and I wanted to get to this yesterday, but um, the introduction of new information um, made that more pressing, um, the discussion we had yesterday, more pressing than than maybe this. But Mm -hmm. I think that this is is a really worthwhile um, story to discuss. I am very encouraged um, by Kellyanne Conway and her decision to focus on her family and her four children. And I, I want to highlight that because I, I, I look at that and in the midst of everything that is going on, um, she was the first woman to every to ever run a successful um, campaign bid for the presidency. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was so like glossed over because of it the winner being President Trump. And um, I, I have I, I, I just have to say. Now, obviously, there are some things that Kellyanne Conway has said where you're like, Kelly, right. the, the New Orleans comes out, right? <laughs> it, it, it all of a sudden becomes K-E-L-L-A-Y. That's, That's right. a New Orleans thing. Um, and so you, you're listening. And I, I respect her because I have seen her um, under immense pressure yeah. um, hold her own. Yeah. You yeah. know, I, I'm, I'm thinking of some interviews where she's been talking to Chris Cuomo, you mm. know, and, and just... Yeah, I mean, she's, she's been like, in the fire. like Jersey girl, like just been, like, you know. Yeah. yeah. And uh and I got to say that I I I I respect that a lot, you know. Yeah. Um it's like uh Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And I, was just I respect say, her a lot. You know, yeah. there there are a lot of things that has happened in this administration that has if it would have been a, a different administration, any, any other administration, it would yep. have been highly touted and like, oh man, the first this Repeated and the first over and, look and over at this and over and, wow. again. Yep. But because it's <laughs> the the Trump administration is like Ah, it gets ignored and, and people that. don't pay attention to yeah. it. And and um, and Kellyanne Conway is one of those individuals. I would also say the way the president has allowed for women with various gifts to be used within his administration, oh, yeah. like to to use those gifts. Let me say it that way. It uh, sounds different when we talk about secular things. 
And you say to be used. You know what I mean? Like that's true. The things of God, that's different. You know, the Lord wants to use you and everybody's okay with that. So we just have to be careful because sacred or secular. (laughs) Like when it's when it's when it's something secular and you say, Yeah, he wants to use you, people are like, What? No. (laughs) I reject that. And and you should. You should. That is a distinction that is reserved for the Lord. Um, so let's let's uh because we live we live in the world but not of it, right? right? And so uh let me now change the way I communicate that um <laughs> the Trump administration allowing for women to use their gifts right and their abilities yeah yeah <laughs> oh boy nah, anyway in, and so in, I, in yeah. some important positions too like that no right you know it's not like I'm thinking of uh Nikki Haley you know yep. I'm thinking yep. of uh McEnany right now right now yeah. and she's tearing it mm-hmm. she's tearing it up and oh then, my goodness uh, when Huckabee she starts Sanders. slipping through that binder yeah you can have several seats I, I mean I look <laughs> I like her I, yeah. I like I like that she the thing that I appreciate is I think that there are people who have so many conversations about yeah. the value of women yeah. until it's conservative women. Yeah. And you see <laughs> in these interviews, you see in the way they get pressed with questions that there is an utter disrespect for them right. because they are concerned. It's like only right. a certain type of woman is to be respected. And that's right? crazy, man. You it's know, ridiculous. when you look at it, it's so hypocritical. You know, he tried to put Omarosa on, but uh, she didn't want to act <laughs> <laughs> why do you do things like that what's wrong with you will like what is wrong with you you right, do man. these she, things like what is wrong with up. you <laughs> what is wrong with you i don't know why i try to have a serious conversation oh. with you and then you, you will take it in <laughs> this he direction did. he tried <laughs> he brought off the apprentice look, and was like look i'm i'm look when a person <laughs> is it maya angelou when a person tells you who they are believe them um, oh, I don't think anyone man. was surprised <laughs> by Omarosa. Like anyone who, oh. you know, like if you went back and you did research, which was not limited to, but also included, um, you know, old YouTube videos of her on The Apprentice. That's my research. You already, you I didn't were know like, who she was wow. before all that. So, well, know. I did. You knew who I she did. was before The Apprentice? Yeah. From the, oh, no. I thought you meant before <laughs> okay, this administration. Like, yeah, man, I didn't know who. Okay, go ahead. No, I didn't know who she was before the Was apprentice, she anybody? But, but that's the Maybe nature. Not. Okay. Yes, she is somebody. No, well, I mean, like, you know. <laughs> I can't, be, I can't She became believe. a celebrity on The Apprentice, but was she? She's like, see, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, that's right there. Now, she's where is she set. now? She's mm, gone. Where right. are they now? They've gone into hiding. It's like the Supers oh, um, with The Incredibles. No, anyway, yeah. the but point the you were is, making. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's about gone. women being, you know, their giftings. And talents be allowed to be used and stuff like that. Yes, yes, Not, and you know, and you know. and I would say, um, I would say, um, yeah, seeing that from the Trump administration has been Diamond a big deal. Silk? Oh no, it wasn't really. It wasn't in the administration. My bad. That's different. Will, what I know, is, I know. it's not Friday. Okay. I just need you to bring it back in. I think after we have intense shows like we did yesterday, you're like, you know, ah, let's just hold on. Uh, uh, no, and right, we I, don't have to get I, right no, back not into Friday, that. But still, okay. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> who was it? Somebody's one of our dear listeners said that we reminded them of diamond and silk. She sure did. You know, um, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that is funny. I don't care who I you are. I don't even that's know funny. which one is which, but I know, you know, one is like the I think, stri- straight I guy, think, funny guy, front man. I think diamond. Know. Now look, I guys, I don't okay. even know. Send your emails to. Um, <laughs> I think Diamond is the one who talks, and Silk is the one who's like, "Mm-hmm, that's right. Okay, yep, see, that's what he know. said. 
That's what he, <laughs> so you know what I think that makes you in this situation. Well, call me Silky. <laughs> no, stop! Don't Silky do wheel. not. No, I. You know that makes me think that you have like a relaxer in your hair, and I which don't have you hair. don't have hair. So, so that's yeah. we're not doing relaxer that anyway. In my beard? Okay, Kelly, no, go ahead. Wow. <laughs> This is what happens. All right, Kellyanne Conway. Kellyanne Con- yeah. Conway yes. is stepping away from her high-profile role and in a role that, in which she's been very effective. But she's had and some, so I want to talk about that. She's had some challenges. I, I mean, you know, you, you say like family because I know her very husband public. is like opposed to the president, and and it's and it's been public. Like, man, that has to be so do you remember, hard. Do you remember our conversation um, where? You and I talked about this on the morning show. This was a while back when the president said that um, Kellyanne Conway's husband, George, was like a husband from Hades. Do you remember? (laughs) Um, Yeah. He he didn't say Hades. Right. Right. He said, you know, and I remember you and I having a conversation about that. Like if (laughs) you're Kellyanne, like, you know, you're trying to figure out like, like if somebody said to me, you know, that's, that's not good, president. You know, and you know, I, I would, I would, there would be like a, I'd be like, well, well, I mean, hold on, <laughs> hold on, Mr. President. I mean, he is my husband. Right, right. That's some, I mean, that's my, you know, that's my husband. But he, to, but, you know, he you was know. out there just, man, talking well, bad and saying stuff. I and, hate to say it, but I mean, it's not um, justification, George, but man, wow. It is not a justification, but George Conway often punched at the president. Yeah, he did. Yes. <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah. And so anyway, we're going to talk a little bit about that, but here's okay. what I, I actually, we're going to talk a lot bit about that. All right. It just depends. Here's what I wanted to start with. Um, yesterday mm-hmm. we got a call at the end of the show from our, our brother Jerry in Memphis. Yes. And I have to say it was one of those conversations that kind of stuck with me once we were done for a number of different reasons. One, there was not a whole lot of time left in the show to respond. Right. But then, two, I try to be very careful with um, what might appear to be an allegation or um, making an assessment about a person's character. I, I think we have to be careful what we say about a person's character and conduct um, when there is there's not a charge brought against them. And I understood what Jerry was saying about um the the tendency or the possibility let me just say it this way that if a person refuses to address sin in Mm -hmm. in somebody else's life or you know that that person can be battling but Mm -hmm. i in this situation the endorsement of the president i think there's so many different nuances to why people endorse the president and what they saw as the focus of Mm -hmm. that endorsement Mm -hmm. That I think it's unfair to put Pastor Robert Jeffress in the same category as Jerry Falwell. Mm. And and so I just wanted to double back to that. And the reason for that is because I fear God. And and let me tell you what I mean when I say that. The Bible is very clear about how we are to bring a charge against an elder. And so even if, you know, there is this speculation that maybe there's something going on. We have to be very careful about that. And Pastor Jeffress is an elder. Right. And I think it's and and the reason I'm saying this is because I don't think I could be wrong. I don't think our brother Jerry would would want to be guilty of that. Right. You know what I mean? I don't I think I I understand the point that he was making in his frustration with um, endorsements early on. I understand that. Um, But I think we have to be very careful because remember the context of what we were discussing yesterday with Jerry Falwell Jr., is very serious. Mm-hmm. It is a it is very, very serious. And I would say this, I would not want to have 
my name lumped in with that as like, and so what else could people who support the president be hiding? I, I think yeah. that's dangerous. And I think we have to be very careful. And, and, and the scriptural reference for that is, uh, is first Timothy chapter five verses 19 and 21. I just want to read it. And this was something that was kind of, um, resounding in my heart when we ran out of time yesterday, I was like, Oh man, I just, I just want to be really careful with that because I, Fair seems like a weak word, almost too weak a word to use, but Mm -hmm. we want to be biblical. Let me say it that way. We want to be biblical. And the Bible says, uh, do not admit a charge against an elder except on the evidence of two or three witnesses. As for those who persist in sin, rebuke them in the presence of all so that the rest may stand in fear. People don't like to read that part. Um, Verse 21, (laughs) in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus and of all the elect angels, I charge you to keep these rules without prejudging doing nothing from partiality. So if there is if, if there are charges that are brought against an elder, mm-hmm. doesn't matter who that elder is, essentially uh the apostle Paul was saying do do what is supposed to be done. Yeah. Um but we have to be careful in how we talk about this because yesterday and I I just I'm going out on a limb here and I'm just going to I'm going to I'm going to assume that our brother Jerry would not want to inadvertently bring a charge against an elder just because of a political affiliation. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's my assumption. And I'm, I'm taking a little bit of Liberty here because I, I feel like we've interacted with Jerry enough that yeah. I would know that he wouldn't, I would he wouldn't want to do that. <clears throat> and, um, and anyway, I just think again, guys, we, if we have one note, it is, what does the word of God say? Mm-hmm. What does the word of God say? So the same word that we use to say, man, if there is immorality among believers, we don't cover that up. We don't hide that. That's the same word we use when we say if there is a charge that's brought against an elder, you need two or three witnesses for that. Mm-hmm. You, you can't just say, you know, and that's why sometimes being the first person to cover a story, quote unquote, is not the best thing. That's yeah. not the biblical thing, right? Yeah. Like that the world does that. They will say, OK, look, man, we got this is hot off the press. Can we run with it? Um, But as I mentioned yesterday, even in the discussion with Jerry Falwell Jr., I read three news articles that all compiled information that, in my opinion, strongly suggested that the case that was made or that is being made against Jerry Falwell Jr. is not something that a person is like, well, in my personal experience, Mm -hmm. they they have produced evidence and the evidence was actually three pieces of evidence. We can talk about this more when we get back. Three pieces of evidence that Reuters has in their possession. Um, that's pretty serious to me. Yeah. So anyway, let's grab the break. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll be right back. to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that's Mercy Me, even if. Sherry B is over in Studio CC. We'll take your calls in the last segment of the show, so stick around so that you mm-hmm. can chime in on the conversation today. Uh, yesterday, we were talking about um, Jerry Falwell Jr., Chancellor and President of Liberty University, and um, his um, indiscretions and the immorality that was ongoing for eight years. At least that's the claim. Uh, from an individual 
who um, who gave at least three different types of pieces of information Mm -hmm. to news outlets. Mm -hmm. And I I just will tell you um, those three pieces of information. One is a screenshot. Okay, that I would say based on the description that came from Reuters, who has it in their possession, um, based on that screenshot, that would suggest that what this person is um, alleging is not too far off from reality. Uh, Then also a um, recorded conversation between this accuser and the Falwells, Hmm. where, um, as Reuters describes it, you can hear that. Becky Falwell, the wife, is saying that basically why does this young man have to keep talking about the other women that he has different relationships with? And Jerry Falwell is there and says, see, you're you're going to make her jealous by doing that. Mm. OK, that's the recording. All right. And then the other is text messages. Mm. OK, um, listen, I don't think I don't think that Christians need to be sensational. But I'll, I'll tell you something that I was wondering about last night now. Um, At first, it seemed that by the time we were done with the show, Mm -hmm. there was information out that Jerry Falwell Jr. had resigned. Right. Right. That he'd stepped down. Um, But then it seems today that, no, that is not the case. And that Jerry Falwell Jr. is saying that those reports are not true. And so the information appears that um, Jerry Falwell Jr., um, agreed to resign immediately as president and, and chancellor of Liberty University, but then instructed his attorneys not to tender the letter um, for immediate resignation. So, you know, I, I don't know. The, the last bit of information I'm reading today is that the board is supposed to be meeting today to discuss this. I, I, I mean, I don't know you know, where, where this all goes, but hopefully and prayerfully they make the right decision. You and I were talking about this last night and you said, well, maybe this is, you know, them allowing Falwell Jr. to make the right decision and not, you know, I I mean, I I don't know. Yeah. See, they they have to, you know, and, and look, you know, we don't want to forget (laughs) Hopefully, you know, he would repent and yeah. and come to a place, you know, where he would uh, get right. But I think this board, I don't know if they're viewing this. Maybe they because in my mind, this is it's a Christian um, university, a college, whatever. He's a president. But it's a, I guess it's to them, maybe a separate like maybe ministry in like a. <laughs> A, a, a business organization, but mm-hmm. I see it as ministry. And if you're going to take that approach, I mean, this is a Christian institution. I think he has to, to go, to sit down, to go, you know? Um, yeah. I, I, you know, I don't see any other course. I, I agree with you. I, I actually see um, the biblical parameters for discipline overlapping with the responsibility that they have to their business. Um, Because even if you look at it as a business, this is a university, it is a Christian university founded on biblical principles where the expectation for the students are based on biblical principles. So there cannot be a biblical expectation of students that does not exist for leadership. Right. And so I think that these things overlap where you would see church discipline um, as far as Jerry Falwell Jr. being a brother in the Lord. 
Now, I want to say something um, to the point that you made about there being repentance. I was looking at some of the comments and the expressions under the posts that you shared on our page about Mm -hmm. Jerry Falwell Jr. And not to just lump everyone into one category, but I I was (laughs) I was wondering about this Mm -hmm. as I was reading some of the comments. I was trying to determine at what point Christianity went really soft and so many people are like, we just need to pray. Like we, we, why, why, why are Christians so quick to judge and why are Christians so quick to talk about these things? We just need to pray. Um, yeah, we need to pray and prayer is powerful, but the Bible lays out parameters for our actions as well, that there Mm -hmm. are things that we do in the body of Christ. And when those things are done well, they, they should, they should lead to godly repentance. There is a repentance that is not godly that can come from people. Mm -hmm. And what concerns me about this is that people are looking at this and they're like, um, okay, well, he's come forward and he said that there was an affair eight years ago. Let that be enough. Like, why do we have to, you know, but listen, it actually matters. Now people are not going to believe this, but let me just say this. It actually matters if, Jerry Falwell Jr. came forward because he's like, you know what? I'm done paying you money. I'm just I'm just going to say it happened. All right. I'm done paying you money. That is that is not the type of repentance that the Lord requires of us. Yeah. And I think there are some people who are like, well, repentance is repentance is repentance. Well, the Apostle Paul would disagree with you strongly (laughs) on that. Okay. And if you if you look at Second Corinthians, chapter seven, Mm -hmm. where apparently the, the Apostle Paul was like, you know, look, I don't I don't want you to feel bad that I have to rebuke you. OK, <laughs> Corinthians. But but I do want you to feel bad if you're feeling bad leads to sorrow that leads to godly repentance. Yeah. And then he goes into this description, making it clear, like there's no doubt that there is a type of repentance that you just you just say you're sorry. You know, mm-hmm. say you're mm-hmm. sorry. Mm-hmm. Right. But what we are supposed to do is we are supposed to feel the type of contrition that is necessary for us to truly repent, right? Because confession is to say the same, right? So when you confess your sin, what you're actually doing is not just saying, I did a bad thing. Confession is agreement with God. It is agreeing with God that that thing is bad. Mm -hmm. It is. It's not, okay, I'm going to be a good boy now. Excuse me. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's not, it is not like, okay, you know, you guys caught me. All right. I'm going to get it together. No, it is. Whoa. What I have done, I have done against God and I grieve over my sin and there's a difference. And I feel like in the Christian community, we are too comfortable with like, all right, I'm sorry. Y'all It's just, that's my bad. I won't do that anymore. Like we're, we're just, well, he said he's sorry. Like, why can't we? Because if we really love the person who has transgressed, who has sinned against the Lord, if we really care about them, then what we are hoping and praying for is that there is godly repentance. Look at what the Apostle Paul says in Second Corinthians chapter seven, verse 10. He says for godly grief. And this is after he goes through. It almost seems sort of like <laughs> a um, like there's a type of riddling here, you know, but it, it's not. Well, I'll start at verse eight. This is Second Corinthians chapter seven, verse eight. He says, For even if I made you grieve with my letter, I do not regret it, though I did regret it, for I see that the letter grieved you, though only for a while. 
as it is, I rejoice not because you were grieved. Now, listen, the Apostle Paul is saying, I wasn't trying to hurt you. Right. All right. So I'm rejoicing not because you were grieved, but because you were grieved into repenting. He says, for you felt a godly grief so that you suffered no loss through us. So even if it seems that there's a loss that you're hurting, that there's Mm -hmm. sorrow, Mm -hmm. what you gained was godly grief. And it's the type of grief you need to repent. All right. Mm. This is what the Apostle Paul is writing. In in verse 10, he continues. Mm. This is what he says. He says, for godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation Mm -hmm. without regret. Whereas worldly grief produces death. Hmm. So there can be a grief that you feel over something that does Mm -hmm. not lead to repentance, eternal life. That's right. It's just you're sorry you got caught or you're sorry that maybe you're going to lose your lucrative salary a million dollars a year plus. Hmm. Or you're sorry that your name that you've brought shame to your name or you're sorry that the university might be adversely affected. None of those things lead to the type of sorrow that leads to repentance, that leads to eternal life. We we call this commonly confession, meaning to say the same thing that God says about sin, to agree with him. And if that is not what has happened, then no one should be like, well, just he said he's sorry. Right. Right. You see, that's that's a PR campaign. Yeah, that's a that's a public relations campaign to try to clean up the Falwell name, make sure the the university comes out intact Christians don't operate in this realm. Man. We we don't go on public relations campaigns where we're like, okay, what how do we how do we fix it? No, what what we do is we actually really love people. And see, that's that's another example which you we just read in 2 Corinthians right here and and you asked the question like when did we become so soft? We do the same thing like with love, you know. Oh, yes. So we withhold, you know, uh the truth because, oh, man, I, I love this person. I want to, you know, I don't want to hurt man. their feelings. But we withhold the truth, which is actually hurting them, you right. know. And so the same thing with this this forgiveness. You know, the Bible talks about there's two different wisdoms. There's one from yes. above, one that's that's earthly. You that's know? right. And, and, and man, I, in the church, man, we have to get back to this type of, of accountability <laughs> and, and, Amen. and belief that, yes. you know, man, I don't I'm not trying to hurt you. But if yep. hurt you is hurting, hurting you is going to bring about a godly uh, repentance, then yep. man, I'm, I'm cool with that. Yep. You know, and, and that's and that's that's where we have to be. We understand this with the discipline of children. Yeah. Right. Like you correct a child, you discipline a child and they are going to get all pouty faced mm-hmm. and, and they're going to be upset. And, and look at look at Paul's humanity. Right. Where, I mean, you know, look at Paul's humanity for for his strong letters. You know, I mean, and he's like, <laughs> right. you know, I mean. But look at his humanity. It's like, look, I, I do. I, I'm man. I'm sorry that it hurt you, <laughs> but I'm not sorry because that hurt led to what you really need, mm. which is the type of repentance that or the type of sorrow that leads to repentance. This is the same thing man. that we're after with our children. Yeah. Like we would look at them and we're like, man, you know, I'm, look, I'm really sorry that you're upset. And I know even right now you don't understand, but you will. And, and, and what we're doing right now is shaping character. What we are doing right now is what God has installed us to do. Like we will give an account for how we have or have not shaped your character. This is the same paternal love and care that you see all throughout the Apostle Paul's letters. Man, we is... we have missed it in Christianity, mm. right? We've, we've missed it because we have said 
if I love a person, I tell them what they want to hear. That is not love. And we have gone the way of, of the world, how the world operates, you know, to try not to, man, you don't offend them. Don't, you know, that's right. that, that's not Bible, you know. And again, we're not trying to like offend, but man, truth right. is truth. And, that's right. you know, it has to be brought out. You know, if feelings are hurt, man, we, we, we don't rejoice that that has happened, like Paul said, but we rejoice that repentance has come about, that it has driven towards repentance. And man, that's just such a, a, a great example of that. And you, and you know, and you know, you've done it right when, when the outcome is one that goes beyond you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The outcome is Amen. that it's not, it's not that you're like, you know, I'm trying to get this response from mm-hmm. you, that I'm trying to control your behavior. That's good. But the response is the type of contrition where, I mean, you and I have experienced this, where our kids have come back later and truly like, mm-hmm. man, I see that that was wrong. Yeah. That my my heart was so wrong in that. And let me tell you, that type of discipline takes extra work mm. because it is a discipline that is connected and and that is derived from the scriptures, the authority of the scriptures. Man. When we're correcting our children, we're dealing with heart issues, guys. And you know, that happens when there's real true relationship. I'm thinking that's about right. that happens in marriage. When you come that's back right. and I'm like, that's man, so I see, you know, I was wrong. Like that's real relationship that Paul had with this church. So the ones who have real relationship with uh, Jerry Falwell Jr., I'm hoping mm-hmm. that they would take this, you know, Love if you're him. listening, <laughs> that's yeah. the scripture, man. Like, like go ahead and and rebuke and you know and correct and all of that in hopes that he would repent to God like that his yes. soul would be saved you for know for his soul for his soul you know man and for his precious wife yeah like, like yeah. why don't we love people enough to tell the truth we're so set on not wanting to hurt people's feelings that is a very superficial position to be in where yeah. we're like I just don't want people to be mad at me you know that's that's the fear of man yeah. that that is living for man's <laughs> approval that I just that's yep. a snare yep. Right. And so many people fall into that. It's very tempting to just have people like you all the time. But as Christians, we are tasked with something far greater. We are tasked with loving people, loving people and loving people is the ever present willingness to lay our own lives down for them. Mm. And that that does not mean the physical laying down of our lives, although it's not excluded. Mm -hmm. But it includes that 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 willingness to say, you know, you may not talk to me for a couple of days mm-hmm. after after we have this conversation. Hmm. Um, but man, we have to I be all right you. with that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, like you know, um, when my um my um mentor, I hate to use the word mentor, but the the lady who discipled me for a number of years when I was in college, man, it, it was so just man, just left an indelible mark on my life. I was so grateful for being challenged in the scriptures. Um. Oh, goodness, I can't say enough about discipleship. And, and Will, you and I are on the same page with this. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that she said to me is that when we refuse to tell people the truth, right? Because she was also teaching me how to disciple. Mm-hmm. And I'd have tough moments where I'm like, I see this is going on. But I would say, man, if I say this to her, man, she's going to be mad. Mm-hmm. And the woman who was discipling me said, when we refuse to tell people the truth, we think it's love. And it is a love. It is a self-love. Mm. It's we love ourselves more than them. We care mm. more about us than we do about them. Yeah. Man, that was all I needed to hear. That 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 really set me free because I was like, yep, that's what I'm doing. I'm yeah. just trying to protect <laughs> Miki. Yeah. I just don't want somebody to be mad at Miki. 
And that you don't see that in the scriptures. Mm. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. Interpretation. Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's <laughs> on American, American Jesus Family is Radio. The king. Okay. I just knew that I was just waiting for it. I know that at the most one or two, and if you know there's going to be an interpretation, so, so we got it. Thank you so much. Welcome back, I'm Miki, and I'm Will, and that's Becca Shea with King. Very nice, <laughs> very nice. Sherry V is over in Studio CC. We'll start getting the phone lines queued up. And uh, give you the gist of the story with Kellyanne Conway um, set to leave the White House at the end of this month. Mm. But we can get our calls queued up in the meantime. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. Kellyanne Conway, senior advisor to President Trump and one of the longest serving aides, is leaving the White House at the end of the month. Conway was Trump's third campaign manager in 2016 and the first woman to successfully manage a presidential bid to victory. The first woman to successfully manage a presidential bid to victory. She informed President <laughs> Trump in the Oval Office on Sunday night of her decision she, to leave at the end of the month. She won't yeah. be known for that. She'll be known for alternative facts. Alternative facts. <laughs> Remember that. You you know it that that's gonna be the thing. And man, you know, man. I hate I hate that that's what the media is gonna do. I would I would like I would if I might could I offer some alternative facts here? Can we look at something different here? No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I I hate that that's gonna be the case. That was coined. That was the phrase coined around liberal <laughs> talking posts everywhere, right. watering holes everywhere. You know. Um, but I hope that Kellyanne Conway will um, be regarded highly for what she is doing for her family. Yeah. And that's why I wanted that's to talk awesome. about this. Um, her husband is actually doing the same thing. Now, mm. I, I'm telling you, look, you they are not going to regret putting their family first. I think this they are, uh, that stuff was, you know, tearing them apart. Like, you mm -hmm. know, because they were go they were. <laughs> They were going at each other kind of in in open like so yes. it's kind of like man this had to happen to save their marriage I, I believe yep. you know I I think so and I think that is way more important than the work either of them is doing that's right I think this is way more important George uh, Conway is a conservative lawyer and as many people are aware outspoken critic of the president he's also stepping back from his role on uh, something called the Lincoln Project an outside group of Republicans devoted to de defeating the president this November. Um, he's taken a hiatus from Twitter. I mean, they're, they're really, it seems to me that there has been some massive thought and consideration put into what they're doing. Um, you know, Twitter has been sort of his home for attacking the president. But um, according to Kellyanne Conway and her statement, um, she and George are making this decision based on what they think is best for their four children. But it's amazing to me that she worked in the president's, president's administration 
And he yeah. worked in an organization that was trying to remove, <laughs> like, no, well, okay, <laughs> I know amazing. we got calls getting queued up, but like, let's, <laughs> let's just for a second here, because I want to focus on what's positive, right? Okay. Let me just say this real quick, and then we'll go back to it. Um, she was offered a position where she would just solely focus on the president's campaign and maybe go to like two different states mm-hmm. a day, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's how, how they offered that to her. And she said, no, there's no way that she could see herself being able to do that mm-hmm. and um, do what was required of her as a mom. Her mm-hmm. family needs mm-hmm. her at this time. She's got a teenager twins, right? and twins. Twins. twins, I think, te- tweens that are twins. That are twins, yes. Yes. <laughs> Twe- That's right. Tweens that are twins. And they're going to be doing the distance learning. And so Kellyanne Conway uh-huh. is like, my family needs me. Yeah. Yeah, um, even yeah. the teenage daughter who got into some trouble on Twitter and, and was like kind of like seemed like she was getting in the fray with the parents is mm. taking a step back and saying, That's listen, good. I'm off Twitter. No hate to my parents, please. Like, That's good. Man. It seems they're all trying to get it together. That's good. And I think I it's really that. good. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. So one other question and then we'll go to the phone lines here. Yes. So this I'm thinking of you and I. Yes. OK. And I'm thinking if I am if I am working for the president and you are like everything that we know biblically. Yes. I, I don't know how to make this scenario work in any other way <laughs> except to try to mirror it. You know, uh-huh. um, are you telling me you have to quit Miki? There's no, are you going to, are you, because like as the leader of our family, right? Right. You have, <laughs> but I, I, are you going to stand in like a self-interested position and be like, you know what, as your husband, I just say, my thing is I just couldn't see that being, the issue initially, like I can't see yeah, where you're that was, working yeah. for the president and I am like, cause we, no, you, you know, we agree on these the right. <laughs> issues. Right. Like, and I, make, yeah. and I guess you don't have to agree on that in, in the house, but man, to work, to, to be working, to do the opposite thing. It just seems like, you know, if I'm a minister of the gospel, but then you're working to like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, to, to that the gospel won't go for it. Like, I know that's extreme, but it's just yeah, like... Yeah, that's totally different from what we're talking about But now. I know that's you extreme. Changed, okay, okay. <laughs> but that's I'm just saying. totally not the same thing. Okay, it's okay. not the same thing, but it's no. two opposite, you know, like if I'm an LSU oh, fan... Oh, I see what you're saying. And you're and what, an Alabama husband, fan. I got you. Nice. I see what you're saying. Okay, the total opposite. <laughs> it's totally opposite. I see, I see. Okay, yeah, because I was like... It's not on the same level. I'm not saying that that's okay. the same thing, but right. it's like, to me, it's like two totally different things. You're working... On, the, on behalf of an administration to get the president yeah. elected and that everything will go well with him. And your spouse is working for an organization oh, that focuses goodness. on getting him out. Defeating like, how him. do you, yeah. how? Like, I don't know. I would, t- that's I would amazing. tell you, just being honest, I think that we would have some conversations. Like, I think it'd be like, no, you quit. No, you quit. No, you quit. No, <laughs> Somebody you, would have you, to quit, you. though. I mean. It's I, like the kids I, do all the time. You quit. No touchback. You the- quit. Last time to touch it. <laughs> You know, that's, that's I, but just at the amazing end of the day, they were able to do that. Wow. They, the I guess the they day, were not because they had to you know, pull back. Yeah, and, I guess you not. Know. Anyway. anyway, they're they're putting their family first, that's and good. I commend them. I applaud so that. that's yeah. That I hope that I hope that the Conways are remembered for that. Like people talk about that. Yes, I don't think that's a lot big. of people that's will. Huge man. But I wanted to do it here. I'm glad so, you brought that up. Um, kudos to the Conways for doing that, making that decision. Your family yes. is of utmost importance, Amen. and you should be putting your family first. That's right. Um. Where should we go to take our first call, Will the Great? All right, let's go to Dave in Missouri. Hi, Dave. Hello, Will and Grace. How are you doing? Doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Nikki. Hey, Hello. Uh, I want to I touch on something here that 
I, I believe is kind of the root of uh, a lot of the things we're talking about. You know, uh, the Bible gave us instructions about church order, mm-hmm. and it it said to appoint elders, plural, elders mm-hmm. in your churches, and mm-hmm. it gave qualifications for deacons. Mm-hmm. What we've done in many churches, and I won't even name the denominations, you know who they are, Mm-hmm. They set up one man as the elder, he's the preacher or the pastor, and mm-hmm. then they have mm-hmm. a board of deacons, mm-hmm. and they rule the church. Mm-hmm. The church was never meant to be ruled that way. A deacon uh, is not a ruler in the that's church. Right. deacon is a oh, servant so in the right. church. That's right. And that's then right. your elders, then your elders, plural, always, are accountable to one another, and no one elder has more power or authority than the other mm-hmm. elders. Mm-hmm. Therefore, That's Bible. you alleviate things like, let's just take, for instance, Jimmy Swagger. Remember when all that mm-hmm. happened? Mm-hmm. Now, had that church just had elders doing what elders do, Jimmy Swagger's name would have never been at the top of the church because there wouldn't have been one man that ruled the mm-hmm. church. It would have mm-hmm. been a group. And they could take care of this within the church without all the publicity of it. Mm. But we've gone away from that, and we've we put man a man up as the church guy. Mm-hmm. Come on, you know, no matter who that is, and we need to get back to elders plural ruling the church, deacons serving the church, and we would alleviate a lot of these issues. You're spot on, Dave. Like Thank I, you, Dave. I don't even know Will the Great. I, you know, I no, don't know if you no, wanted to I... add anything. I. I agree. A lot, a lot of it is as a result of being out of order. You know, when you have one person that's just so whatever leader, you know, and there's no accountability, then mm-hmm. I think it's a setup for, uh, you know, some bad things to happen. And that the, yeah. and biblically, the church is set up like Dave was saying that there, you know, are elders and deacons. He's right. It were never right. meant to like run the church control from behind <laughs> yeah. where the pastor e- or exactly. the elders are living in fear right. of the deacons. And not that, not that uh, being a servant is a di- dismissive role. Mm-hmm. Like remember no, they're they full, of the Holy men Spirit. full of the Holy spirit. Yeah. Amen. Amen. They're, so yeah, it wasn't but a shabby the roles job. Were different. Yeah. The roles were different and yeah. not to, not to, use this secular term, but truly you look at what the spirit of God is, has done, has given us in the church and it is built in checks and balances. Yeah. It's, it's built in checks and balances so yeah. that nothing gets out of whack. And you know, anyway, when, when you, when you're you out so of order, you have a lot of things that go wrong. Paul thought it was very important to go back and establish, you know, uh, in, the, in the area of Galatia, you know, elders before that's he, right. before he left, you know, like that's right. We got to go back and do this. It's, it's important. Mm. Amen. Um, let's Where do go, we go next, Will? Let's great? go to John in Arkansas. Hi, John. Hello. Hello. Hey, I just got a comment that I'd like to make. Uh, you know, there's a lot of ethics involved in this situation. And uh, I'm an Uber driver. And I have a, an abundance of people in my car. Mm-hmm. And I have ladies in my car. But I tell you what. Those ladies sit in the back seat. Mm. I never have a lady by herself sitting in the front seat that's with good, me. That's good, John. Good for that's you, good, John. That's good, John. That's the that's the proper boundaries and um, you know protections to have. You know, and people might say, "Oh, why you do that? You can, you know, man." Mm-mm. I think that's taking uh, seriously. You know, uh, your walk with the Lord. 
you know, building fences, building fences around your relationship with the Lord. I don't know if John is married or not, but building fences around his marriage. Yeah. Um, this also falls in the category of avoiding the appearance of evil. What yes. does it look yes, like? Like, you know, there's, yeah. Kudos to you, John. It's very good. Well, the great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to uh, James in Arkansas. Hi, James. Hello. Uh, well, I just appreciate you and Mickey so much on, I think that y'all need to write a book on repentance and send it out to pastors so they'll understand repentance better. Mm. There was a preacher years ago, a Baptist preacher named L.R. Shelton that was on the radio. He told how he pastored for 17 years. Mm. The Lord got a hold of him one time on a train. He said, I saw myself as a miserable, corrupt sinner on my way to the devil's hell. He said, mm. I fell on my knees and repented. And he said, it was godly sorrow that worked of repentance unto salvation, not to be repented of. Mm. He said, these seminaries are teaching these preachers. They show them how to get them down to the altar. He said, it's like they preach a message. It's some sad movie. Maybe they, you know, like you go to a sad movie, they come down to the altar. And he said, and they get up and they leave the same. Mm. Wow. 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 James, Thank God you, bless James. you. Thank you so much for calling. I mean, look, there is a difference and, and I, it's right there in the scriptures, right? We're, we are all reading the same word, yeah. right? You know, it's, yeah. it's not anything that we're manufacturing or saying, this is what we think is the standard. It is what the word of God teaches us. Amen. We got to get back to these basics. Thank you so much, James. Will the great, where do we go next? Okay. Let's go to Jason in Arkansas. Hi, Jason. Hey, how y'all doing? Doing good. Hello. Uh, I had a question uh, about when you was talking about how uh, you should tell your brethren when they're messing up, even if it offends them. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I ain't, again, I'm not trying to offend anybody, mm-hmm. but uh, the Bible does say that uh, I will not, I, I just read the scripture here, but I suffer not a woman to teach nor to usurp authority over the man, but to be in mm-hmm. silence. Mm-hmm. Would you consider yourself a preacher? I can't. That's remember a, no, I. Can, that's a good question. That is an excellent question, and I'm not offended Thank at you, all, Jason. Jason. I hope that you're that you don't feel like you need to. So here's the thing: what the Apostle Paul is laying out is parameters for the church. I don't preach and teach in a church. Mm-hmm. I don't oversee a church. There's no man that's under my authority. What we do is host a radio show mm-hmm. where we discuss issues through a biblical lens. So we're not going to put the Bible on the back burner to talk about current events. If I mean, that's in a nutshell. Will, I don't know you want to elaborate. No, no, I think that's that's right. You know, that's what we've always said. This is a radio show. And the the, the fact that uh, Miki speaks more than I do, it's just right. because that what naturally happens. Like, it's not yeah, a, it's, we do yeah. the show together, you know, and if you want to say, well, she needs a covering. Well, I'm here. This is I'm the covering, you know, and (laughs) and uh, we do the show together as a married couple. We do a show talking about marriage, family, you know, uh, biblical things. And so we do it together. And uh, like 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 we always say, you know, uh, you might hear Miki speak more, but she's gifted in communication. So she speaks. And I'm not saying that if if someone is uh, just because they're gifted, mean that Mm -hmm. they could be a preacher. But Miki's not a preacher. Right. (laughs) You know. Right. So, yeah, I, I agree with what you said there. And that's that is so good. I'm glad that Jason asked this question, because here's the other thing. And I want to double back to this. 
anyone who is offended by my application of the word of God to all the things that we discuss, I want to say this lovingly and gently. If that's a stumbling block for you, probably don't listen during this hour. Yeah. Because what our aim is, is to show believers, men and women, that the word of God is fully sufficient in our everyday living. Amen. This is so it feels like, oh, this is preaching. No, this is living it. This is this is what has popped off in the culture. This is how we apply the Bible to it. Yeah. Right. Like that's that's supposed to be normal life. Amen. In fact, this is what I do with with our kids. Amen. You know what I'm maybe saying? Maybe I need like, to stop using that organ. Maybe so. <laughs> 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 Although that is funny. Uh, all right. We're out of time for today. Until tomorrow. Lord willing. God bless.